Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week, we're going to have a chat about double descenders, whether we're working on the ropes using two descenders or if we're undertaking rescues and coming down on two descenders, so eliminating the need for a backup device on the second rope. Advantages, disadvantages, can we do it according to standards? We're going to sort of unpack all of that. As always, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, uh, please do. Uh, We're going live every Tuesday, 9am Sydney time, so uh, subscribe to that. And if you could share it with your mates, that would be awesome as well. Maybe they've got an interest in rope access, want to listen to some of the chats, get some of the tips, some of the tricks. But let's get straight into uh, double descender rescue or working with double descender, so dual line working and rescues. So this is something that we've been using for a few years at Fifth Point down in Sydney and over in New Zealand, um, doing rescues on two descenders. Um, There's quite a lot to unpack, so I'm going to start with the real basics of a level one rescue. So in the IRADA syllabus, a level one candidate needs to be able to demonstrate rescuing a casualty who's hanging on a separate set of ropes, and they, they come down on a set of ropes or up on a set of ropes next to them and then I need to rescue them to the ground. My thing about this is the traditional way that we do it is connect twice into the casualty, so some sort of cow's tail, some sort of carabiner um, onto our descender, and then we lower the casualty off of a descender and their backup device, and then they're hanging fully on us. So we have two people's weight now hanging on a single rope with an ASAP or a duck or whatever backup device on the second rope that has no weight on it. I find this a bit strange. Um, Why are we getting rid of that perfectly good working rope um, that they're hanging on? Wouldn't it be easier for a level one to, let's say they descend down to the casualty on their standard two points, and then you get a connection from the casualty, so from their ventral D across to the casualty's ventral D, and so they're both connected by that one carabiner. You could then remove both backup devices and you have the casualty hanging on a descender and the rescuer hanging on a descender and they've got a connection between them. The one thing to make sure you do with this one is before you descend down or do your changeover onto your descender, you want to turn it around so it's facing the same way as the casualties. We've then got one person hanging on one descender, one person hanging on another descender. If you're using Petzl products, IDs, rigs, you don't need the extra friction because you don't have two people's weight on one device. And if there's a mainline failure, if one of the ropes breaks, you're not going to fall the distance onto a cow's tail or a tearaway lanyard and have two people hanging on a backup device. Obviously, there's going to be a bit of little bit of stretch, but one of the individuals is going to fall the distance of the carabiner onto the other one you're going to be hanging on the descender and you could quite easily carry on getting out of the situation if you needed to if we do it the traditional way you're then hanging on a backup device and you've got to somehow lift yourself up with the casualty to then get a descender onto that line to get yourself out of the situation if you're looking at a self-rescue other advantages i see with this uh, amount of times i've seen it on an assessment the Level one forgets their backup device. If it's a duck, they forget to pull it down. It goes tight. They then need to haul themselves up a little bit to then pull that device down. And that's hauling themselves up with a casualty 
hanging on them as well. So that can be problematic if they haven't got those skills. Or with an ASAP, people who use an ASAP, they have the lock on on the ASAP lock and they forget to take it off. And as they descend down, it all goes tight. They're expecting it to come down. You've then got to do the same thing. You've got to go up a bit to de-weight that. So we're avoiding all of that. So that's just my take on the level one rescue. Um, through a lot of the other rescues that we do during training, coming along doing rope-to-rope transfers, going past double deviations, things like that. I've found that doing a um, double deviation rescue, if you put a descender below the deviation and you pull yourself in on it, and then you can do a bit of a shuffle with your backup device above and then um, placing and then taking off the top descender and placing that below so you're in a double descender situation. Obviously, if they're attached to you, you're going to need two connections to the casualty. Whereas with the one I mentioned before, you only have one connection between you because you've got the redundancy there already. So the first one feels a bit weird. But yeah, it seems to work really well for rescues. They're not having to have the extra friction uh, carabiners and being able to open up both descenders and just descend down um, seems to work really well. My preference of the Petzl products is um, a couple of rigs, uh, obviously expert use only and all that type of thing. Um, the Sirius uh, from Skylar Tech works really well. We're actually waiting for the release of their new descender, which um, the Spark, which works like a um, like a rig. It doesn't have the panic feature, so that's quite exciting. I'm sure that'll be really good. If you've got the dollars for it, uh, a couple of um, Harkin clutches um, work really well, really smooth for descending down. One thing I haven't had a look at yet or had a play with is ascending with a casualty on a um, on a couple of clutches you know you could have one of you on one one on you on the other and you could use let's say a shunt at the top clips onto both ropes and double pulley on it and you could haul both of you up at the same time that would be pretty interesting to play with so that's sort of the rescue side of it but what about um, everyday working I've worked quite extensively in the built environment on quite tall buildings getting over the edge on double descenders can be problematic um getting them into position and having to lift the rope up to feed it through the devices can be a bit of a chew. So a lot of the time I'll be using a traditional system, the uh, descender and a backup as I'm heading down. But then if I get to the work location, especially if I'm a long way down and there's hazards below me, whether it's air conditioning units, windows are open, balconies, things like that, I may be concerned about the amount of stretch that's in my backup line. So instead of uh, having an unweighted rope, I will get onto double descenders and I'll work in that position. Things I like about it, it clears up my my office. You know, we all know as rope techs that where we work is sort of above waist height, sort of up to head height in front of us. Um, whatever we're doing, whether we're painting, cleaning windows, doing any sort of maintenance work, that type of stuff, that's sort of our office. Um, nice thing is it puts both ropes tight. There's no backup device swinging around, smacking you in the face or in the head or getting in the way. And you've got two tight ropes in front of you so you know where they're going to stay. So I find that real useful. And then when you're ready to descend off, you can just open up both devices and descend down. Disadvantages I find with the double descender or things to watch out for is if there's any abrasive edges or if there's anything hot or sharp up there, you've now got two tensioned lines so you could potentially have two ropes rubbing against an abrasive edge, whereas with a traditional system, you'd have one rope potentially rubbing on it and the other one, because it's unweighted, it's not rubbing against that abrasive edge. So you just need to be aware of any hazards that 
may be uh, in the line of the rope as you're coming down because you've now got them both loaded. But you've only got half of the load on each rope, so that's uh, that's quite an advantage as well. So there's less force on each rope. So that's sort of my take on the um, using two descenders, whether it's working or in a rescue. As I say, I'm a big fan of working with the double descenders, keeping that area clear, and uh, in the rescues, double descender rescues seems to work really well. I know a lot of assessors are really liking seeing candidates uh, move away from the traditional system, especially when there's short clearance distances in training centres. If anything does go wrong, avoiding that falling onto a backup. And as I said, with the level one rescue, while we're taking them off of a perfectly good descender to then and rope to then hang them on two people on a single rope with a backup system. Another thing we need to take into account, guys, is what standards are we following? I'm going to talk about the European standards uh, for rope access. So we've got um, EN12841. We've got part A, B and C. Part A being the backup devices, part C being descenders. So let's look at the Petzl rig. Let's take the Petzl rig as a descender. It conforms to um, part C and actually states in the instructions that it needs to be used in conjunction with a device that conforms to part A, so a backup device, so that could be a duck or ASAP. So are we now working outside of the uh, European standard for uh, rope access if we're using two descenders because um, with the rig it's not, uh, it doesn't conform to part A, it's a descender obviously. You could jump onto different devices. The, uh, the Taslove 3 is rated for A, B and C, so you could, in theory, use two of those. The times that I've used those, I haven't used them on massive drops, but I've found that they uh, they can get a little bit warm because of the smaller cam, so they might not be appropriate on the long drops and things like that. And with the double descender, you do find yourself moving pretty quick at times um, just because of the way that it works. And So, yeah, not sure uh, what the take is on that. Are we working outside the standards? I know people get their knickers in a twist a little bit about that type of thing that you need to be conforming. Um, but I still believe that using uh, two descenders can be a safer system as long as obviously the appropriate risk assessment's been done. So that's my take on it. Um, as always, keen to hear what you guys have to say about it. So let us know. Reach out through Facebook, Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. Jump on the website, ratac.net. Always great to hear from you, get some input and um, see what you guys think. But anyway, for now, stay safe. I'll see you soon. Cheers. Cheers.